Hi. <laughs> Star Wars. This <laughs> guy. Are you unboxing? Are you unboxing right now? It's a host busted host bus adapter. Host bus adapter. Yeah, look at that. So, so remember we did the the episode about hardware today on hashing it out, right? Yeah. Yeah, like like you need to buy hardware. Like when you're running a a server of any kind in general, like there are costs that you don't foresee that you know you have to pay to expand whatever physical hardware you have that wasn't enough or or you know needs to expand to um kind of meet the needs of the the growing needs of whatever node you're running just get right into it huh no i mean i mean you know <laughs> me getting meats getting the meats they there's no introduction here it's hardware welcome to the show yeah, hey everybody. Uh, I'm the host Tuss first. <laughs> D. Sorry, I'm host number two, Dr. Corey Petty. And, and host. Jesse's doing a quick quick quiz in OPSEC. I don't know. Why are we looking at this? What are we looking at? He's unboxing his hardware. That's what yeah. talking about hardware. Just, just getting this device to plug yeah. in more hard drives, right? Because when you run out, when your motherboard has four SATA ports and you run out, you need more. Yeah. So you adapt. Yeah, for sure. I I think that you know. Speaking of hardware, how about this centralization, baby? What's going on in crypto? We're going the exact about? opposite direction. Talking about no average Joe out there is ever going to run a node on any of these things. Yeah, they will. No. They won't, bro. Come on now. We're talking terabytes on terabytes on terabytes. Talking about of data. All networks are that way. Not all networks will will be that way. Like it's it's gotten it started where all these networks were basically like. You remember we first got even with this podcast, right? Early episodes, we were like, "Bitcoin's going to take over the world. Everything's going to be built on Bitcoin." That was the goal. That was the idea. We're like, this is going to take over. Like, Bitcoin is going to replace the banks because we thought that the we didn't know the consequences of how it would scale, and that people will just like run a computer at home, a Bitcoin node at home, and that's going to be it. That's going to be financial industry, and then whatever is built on top, don't worry, it's in the Bitcoin blockchain. We got it. And then Ethereum happened with the same concept of like, you know, instead of just financial transactions, we did a bunch of other stuff. We're like, yeah, cool. We're going to do that at home too. So we'll just run two computers or like one computer that's kind of big that runs the Bitcoin blockchain and Ethereum blockchain. And that, that got bigger. It was like, well, it's kind of hard to do that. And I get to turn up, I got to subscribe to the higher thing of internet connection so that I can kind of stream while I sync these two nodes every day. And, oh crap, I'm running out of hard drive space. I got to figure out a way to migrate this thing to a bigger hard drive. Um, stuff like that, right? That's basically how. And that's like, oh, I can't, I can't run both. I need to like really think about the computer that I'm running and 
I need to access this specific type of hardware, like NVMe drives. Otherwise, I can't sync the Ethereum blockchain. NVMe. NVMe. So hard to say that acronym for me. NVMe. 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 And yeah, I mean, like, that's because only till, I think, within the past six months to a year, have these problems been surfaced, like really surfaced. Now we're in some of a turning point in that we have a bunch of new networks that are trying to differentiate themselves, but they're not like, like kind of what we talked about on the show today or in the interview today that will turn into a show and hashing it out was they're not necessarily optimizing for people running computers at home. Eventually there will be projects that will because I'm building one of them. But it, I think we're at some of a turning point, and this is shit you used to talk about back in the day, D, was are we, like, we are making better final bosses by making this technology and getting to making it more efficient for the traditional system to run more efficiently. Mm-hmm. We are. And they're probably going to be a lot louder and get a lot more people more quickly because they're making it easier. Mm-hmm. This is also something that we saw coming, right? Like if you think of like how long we've had the show and if you ever audience, if you ever, especially if you're new to the show, go back and listen to our old stuff. We were younger then, so don't judge us too hard. We'll go back and listen to our older stuff. Um, you know, for example, they will have had enough time crapping on crypto from the time it became blatantly obvious that the financial incumbents were interested in the technology. They've been simultaneously building out and crapping on it to suppress the demand for the stuff that's, you know, open for everyone to use. While they've probably built out enough infrastructure to have a proof of work system that's decentralized enough to do anything they need it to do, right? Do anything they needed to do from a payments um, standpoint, from a smart contract standpoint, and they're just slowly rolling it out, like slowly rolling it out. Uh, it'll be secure enough. It'll have a very long chain. Um, it would be distributed enough if they're all working together behind the scenes to you know put hardware and things in different countries and different places, different locales like. So now we have people talking about the CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency. And it's like, oh, okay, this is cool. This is stuff we've seen coming. It's going to be an us currency versus them currency. And that's the way that, I don't know that, do you guys feel like that's the way it has to be? It's not, what do you mean us versus them? It's it's the same shit. It's a token that is that encapsulates the desires I'll, I'll, of a given set of people. But like, they're not, I tweeted about this today. It's for surveillance. Yeah, what I mean, us versus them. What I'm saying is that, like, like very human, like Bitcoin and Ether and anything that's based, quote unquote a public, open, permissionless chain is going to be them money. It's going to be money oh. for. It's going to be money for poor countries. It's going to be money for, uh, you know, countries that have no other option, but they need something to trust, right? Uh, and then there's going to be CBDC money, which is, you know, the, we pay the, better, the better money that you pay your taxes in. And it's your so country. You this is what we force companies to pay you with. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's something that we've seen coming for a while. Now, even in that world, these open permissionless chains become monumentally valuable, right? Just just astronomically valuable, but they also come with that that taint. You know, that, and that, little, that little stinky taint. And that volatility, volatility. Yeah. that's a big one. Like, so. how well has, was it El Salvador who adopted the money as, like, currency? Yeah. El Salvador? Yeah. It's how El Salvador. well are they doing since all this? Like, how well have people been able to sustain their life throughout this Bitcoin crash? I don't know. That's a real, that's a real question. Like, and it is, are they better off? Are they better off with that still? Like, would their currency have done the same thing in the global recession? Mm, I don't know how they operate. There's an NPR article that uh, came out on June 19th. And the headline is, what, a, what the crypto collapse means for El Salvador's economy. Did you Google that while I asked the question? So let's see. I, I'm going to be honest with you, Corey. I forgot the question. <laughs> like, what was the question? You high? I'm not. I'm not high. I'm just. You know, it's a long day. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a man. I said I've done manly things in my day. I, other I, people I, who may be high who are listening, or in the same tiredness scenario that D's in, I asked, "Is El Salvador doing okay?" based on this crypto crash <laughs> and are they still are would they be better off if they never have done it i think it does depends on who you talk to does, in el salvador does, probably because they're still heavily in debt i think if you if you talk to like some of the more wealthy el salvadorians they're probably pretty pissed if you talk to the poorest el salvadorians they're like we've been broke don't matter bro like i've been broke like that's the thing is like a lot of these i don't know whoever we interviewed for hashing it out which i'm not going to spill you just got to pay attention to hashing it out when it drops (laughs) like that teaser for that ass um you know he talked about it's like most of the people talking are um they got money like the people in crypto talking, trying to make all this quote unquote change, they got money. Roger Ver was a millionaire before Bitcoin. Right? Like it's usually just was people. It? Yeah. He was a millionaire rich? before Bitcoin. Like he's mentioned that millions of times. He's like, yeah, I was rich before Bitcoin. Richard Hart, the guy scamming everyone with Hex. Apparently he's scamming. I don't know. The people in Hex don't think he is. He was wealthy before Hex. Right. It's usually people that are already wealthy that are like, man, how do I just like 10x this wealth real quick? That start talking about like, do I want to unbank the bank? I'm on I want some real change. I, I, wasn't. I know you're not, but you're unique, Corey. And that's why you attract people because of your uniqueness, unique your New York. your your unique, wholesome morality, your steadfast, wholesome morality is a unique character. Telling me there's not a lot of me's. No, there's not. There's not a lot of me's around either. I think there are. I think there's a lot of me's. I've met a lot. Of I, well, I'll say that there are a lot of people that favor you, Conor McGregor, uh, the guy that runs Kraken. You guys look alike, Jesse Powell. You guys look alike. You saying y'all look alike, bro? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> 
if you wanted to know the answer to your question, I've skimmed the article, I think, sufficiently <laughs> enough. It took $150 million. So the president of El Salvador, that young dude, took $150 million out of the reserves of the country to invest in Bitcoin and the surrounding projects to support the infrastructure. Uh, they it, the, the app that facilitates, I guess... So, so again, um, or not again, but that's 4% of their reserves. Um, they had uh, two-thirds of the population download the app. They were incentivized with $30 to sign up. Only 20% of those who signed up are still using it. And wow. apparently it's not very popular, though. But you can. But you can. I like that. It doesn't not mandatory, but you can use it. Yeah. So is it is it tanking their economy? No, because it's only four percent of the reserves, but taking a hit of whatever 80, 70, 60 percent of that 150 million injection is is like a factor, but it's not it's like inconsequential kind of. Curious how much because like the mentality of Bitcoin and Anything else that's claiming to be a store value is hold it. I mean, even even the ones that aren't. So like even if like if you look at Ethereum and those that try to say it's not like like it's meant to be used, just by the nature of the volatility of the market, people are less are, are more reluctant to use a cryptocurrency when it's down than when they are when it's high. And so yeah. that has some kind of like compounding effect on I'm trying to live my life and I am reliant upon these things. It's an, it's an extra, it's an additional burden to spend money when it's down. If you have to, because you want it, like it's the purchasing power of an individual coin is less. And so that, that, that mean that you see unlike the inflation of Bitcoin and what, it, like how it fills your groceries, right? And if you look at like the equivalence of $20 versus on Bitcoin or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like over the course of $20, the amount you can put in your grocery, your grocery baskets, like dwindled into a pack of gum. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And what yeah. you can buy with one Bitcoin is, you know, a small grocery store or whatever, right? You know what I mean? Like whatever. But that comparison gets worse because you can put less in your groceries when the prices go down, if you need to do it, then it hurts even more. Mm. Especially if you bought the top. Yeah. Well, that, that feels real terrible for people who like got in at the top of a market and then just watched their value go down substantially. That's the only experience they've had. It's, yep. I mean, yeah. There's Can a, you imagine of... if, if if you bought Bitcoin at the top and then uh, you were using it to pay for your groceries and inflation is going up? It's like you're getting shafted from both sides. <laughs> you getting deep. You get DP'd by the economy, bro. <laughs> oh, you getting DP'd by the economy. It's true, I like though. the. Yeah. I like. Yeah. You're getting it. You're yeah. Getting it. That could be a hand signal. Yeah, it's like <laughs> DP, you're, you're getting, you're getting, <laughs> you're getting, you're getting uh, Chinese finger cuffed. <laughs> 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 
sorry. Oh man, I'm gonna miss this show. So will I. We're gonna have out. We we have outtakes of the new on the new show. Yeah, we will. Like, we we can and do I think that in the show. If we're more organized, we could sell that premium I, I rate. We are selling that. That's called the Patreon. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Really, that you mean? All Wayne? raw video goes to the Patreon, making people listen to the stupid shit we say when it doesn't get cut. Oh, that's so true. stupid. That's true. <laughs> I feel like using crypto for money at this point, at any point in the past ten years, was stupid. I paid my AT and T bill for an entire year in like Bro, 2017. I don't even want to talk Bitcoin. about all this dumb stuff that I bought with that. Um, was it shift, shift card? Oh boy, oh boy! Just I w- I was left <laughs> and right, just just throwing my doesn't matter. Shift card. Let's put on the shift card. What, Doctor Pepper? No problem. Shift card. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, airplane, airplane. We taking an air trip. We taking an air trip on an airboat. All right. Swipe. Is that like uh, Monaco or is it? Monaco yeah, it's one of those. One of those just, like, like, yeah. It was this. It was an app before they had any regulation, basically, that allowed you to get sent out diff, uh, gift cards, and they, and they they had a partnership with Coinbase. And so, like before the law got to them, you could just link your Coinbase account or one of your Coinbase accounts to your shift card, and it would pull it. And if you had chargebacks, it just give you back crypto. And mm-hmm. it was a debit Lord. card. Okay, it was pretty that? slick, man. It was. I spent some money on that too. Probably illegal, and so they. I remember just that was early in my my youthful Bitcoin crypto days. How long ago was that? Just to this was 2016, 2015, 2014. I don't know why I went backwards, but I did. Um, (laughs) I remember just to show my family that I could, because they, you know, when you're in crypto and you first get started, and for those of you that are new, you're probably experiencing this right now. All your friends and family think you're insane. They're like, "What?" Here he goes again, talking that crazy shit. And I was like, no, this is money. Like, I'm telling you, it's money. So just so I could show them, I could. I booked an entire hotel for my entire family. Like, we had to go to a wedding. So I booked, like, a floor's worth of rooms. And uh, and even some flight, like, flight charges for some other family members. You're killing the game. Yeah. On your shift card. Uh, yeah, okay. on my shift on my shift card. And they were like, oh my God, it is money. And I was like, yeah. And then my brother was like, so I could buy Jordans with this? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Yeah, you can. And they were like, oh my God, it is real. That was back that in was the a, day though, because like that's that a terribly dumb move thinking about that now. How much well, money that was. Uh, I mean, that's true. They do. You did you, you think the effect you wanted happened. That's right. And maybe that's the flywheel that the dude was talking about there's no amount of money not worth spending to get somebody into something like bitcoin i think that's that's 100 percent wrong we're okay yeah that's what you're saying <laughs> there's certainly an amount of money that's not worth it oh there's some people learning that bad the people are getting wiped out this bear this bear market is different in the fact that so much peace there was so many bad decisions made like in 2017 and 18 well, we i feel this. like it was ico right that was the bad decision to make, putting your money in an ICO because it's either a scam or it's not going to work or something. But this time, DeFi, loans, lending, people were taking out loans to buy video cards and then surprise, surprise, can't pay it back. So it's <laughs> like, like, what's the thought process there? 
Would you do that, Jesse? Mm-mm. No, I don't buy on credit. I pay I pay cash. Pretty much. Like whenever I buy something, I buy it outright. I don't. I don't God. Pay. You make such a good gangster sometimes. You say such gangster things. I do things. it. I do it. I do it all. Yeah, like, no, I, I do the whole thing. <laughs> I don't buy on credit, baby. I don't want uh, that. Uh, Fuck that. Like, <laughs> what do I look like? People look know like me. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Do I look like a debt bitch to you? On May 31st, <laughs> I tweeted, pour one out for those that are not currently making it. Uh, because we had this weird. <laughs> We had this weird mentality of like, we're all going to make it. And then, and then all this shit happened and it's like, people are definitely not making it Mm -mm. like real, real strife has been had. And like, so a lot of the situation is to blame from like, I don't don't know what you call it. The public education, the general mentality of how you're supposed to participate in this ecosystem that, that, Trends towards people making really shitty decisions with their money. Mm-hmm. It's just so, it's such a hard. This is, I think this is going to be the bear market that, that puts in place regulation that puts in place a very slow upward to the right growth that doesn't really benefit a ton of people that way. Yeah, that way. <laughs> if it goes back, <laughs> yeah, it goes back that way. Huh. Yeah. S- somehow it's getting more valuable, but going back in time. Yeah, I, I, I think when you mirror it, like, hold up, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna mirror my I can camera. Mirror it in. Oh, that way, that makes it so much more natural. I can point at you and actually be pointing at you. You're not mirroring is natural. No, I'm pointing at Corey. Well, that's not not, what I want. That's not what you want to do. (laughs) Actually, that's actually very, uh, that's very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Appropriate, given that the second volume of Stranger Things is coming out this Friday. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I I haven't seen anything. I was just going to say Upside Down Place. That's all. all. Everybody knows that. Okay. If you don't know what the upside down place is, you are 2000 and late. Mm, I don't know what the upside down place is. <laughs> I haven't heard is. that before. <laughs> You're so 2000 and late, Jesse. Audio video filters? That's bad. Right. Upside down. Okay. Place. So I guess if we can not, let's, oh, let's do what we do really well. And that is in all the past bear markets and dips and all the negativity, we've done a pretty good job of finding silver lining. The silver lining. Right. This one's tough to find because every day I wake up and look on Twitter, it's like so and so liquidated. Three AC liquidated. Mark Cuban took a shit on Sailor's desk. Like it's just so much bad news. But there's got to be some glimmers of hope. One FTX bro is like trying to buy Robin Hood. That's kind of funny. Like he's like, yeah, you guys are so bad at this. Me as a crypto so company, what? I'm gonna come like, in and buy Robinhood. I don't. I'm just trying to find silver linings. That's all. Yeah, those silver can, li- Our silver linings can't be big company absorbs other big company. That's no different <laughs> than any other big company. I mean, I don't know. I'm the stretching. Is these big companies are getting fucking wrecked because they're the same shit. That's the silver lining. For Who's me? getting yeah. wrecked is supposed to get wrecked. Yes, the people. 
people who are building the exact same shit that all of crypto is trying to get away from on top of crypto are getting wrecked. That's because a good silver lining. The exact same shit. That's a good silver lining. It's a really good silver lining. Whoever's there's a good silver lining. You could take this quotable, put it out there. Whoever's getting wrecked right now is supposed to get wrecked because they're not following the rules. There we go. No, it's just like we're building anti-fragile systems. The whole point of this is to be anti-fragile. Like, yeah, what part of Bitcoin's awesomeness is that it's never gone down and it's been attacked ridiculously since its inception Mm -hmm. and it still works that's kind of miraculous and that's the point is it supposed to work regardless of people trying to stop it from working and we're building so like if somebody builds something and it sucks and it can be attacked and broken then build something better like that's why that's why peer-to-peer protocols are so good and BitTorrent is so unstoppable is because we tried a bunch of times and all of those attempts, something got broken. Napster got shut down because it was a company. And we made mm-hmm. something better that can't get shut down. Mm-hmm. Did you so see like, Napster 3.0 is coming? Didn't, what's, I thought that, that was Spotify. LimeWire is, yep. re, is b- rebooted yep. and is an yep. NFT platform. And so is <laughs> Napster. Guess where they're going no, to. They just bought a trademark. Guess, guess what protocol they're using. Drawn, Algorand. <laughs> oh. What the fuck is going on? Good for them. But, I mean, Algorand's not bad, it's right? But why scalable. is LimeWire and Napster going there? Like, why are business. they playing host to that business? Like, business. I don't know. They got yeah, paid by Algorand because it's a big name. It's Algorand has some deep pockets, man. Algorand does some weird stuff. They're like, yeah, let's buy a rocket. No, nah, they don't they do stuff like that. Why would they associate with Napster and LimeWire? That's just what blows my mind. Because you know? they're like OG peer-to-peer original pirate stuff this would be what i guess. heard is the people also who are running limewire are not the original people no like look like um what's his name brand we were talking about him earlier ram cohen yeah brand cohen yeah he's not doing yeah he sold out uh the the thing to uh justin's yeah. son yeah yeah so like yeah. But like but like people still recognize the name of that company that's why he did it well, that's not why Bram did it, mm. but like, that's why Justin bought it. It's like I own, I own this awesome peer-to-peer thing. Look how much I care about decentralized networks. It'd be cool to have on the on the peer-to-peer segment or like networking, Bram Cohen. That'd be fun. He would shit on everything, but his own project though. Would he? Absolutely, mm. zero doubt. I would, I would love it if I'm wrong, but I have, I have little doubt that he would just shit on everything but his own project. Because like. Ori and Rick, they are very, they are very rational people. It seems like to me. I'd be willing to try. I mean, I can, I can at least fight him on his shit talking. <laughs> okay. Argue with him, not fight him. I'm not gonna fight him. We should bring him on. <laughs> I think we should. Yeah, should. You fight Bram? <laughs> Connor, we should, have, you should physically fight him. <laughs> Yeah, you should put you on boxing match. gloves. No punches. No punch. No just, punch. Now is when we fight and make the best man win. I just wrestle in pajamas. That's the only thing I can do. <laughs> just you're doing a little bit of that. Way. Yeah, you're doing a little BJJ, aren't you? 
Yeah, I did it once. Get in there. I might do it a few more times. We'll see. <laughs> I did it once. You sweat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was bad. We had, we had a meeting yeah. and he just like, he called me like right after he finished. He's like, <sighs> like sweating. I didn't even make it the whole time. Well, I, I, I took a water break and I didn't realize that like when they put the timer, they put seven minutes. You're not supposed to leave the mat. No You're stopping. supposed to There's continue no going. Seven minutes. I didn't know that. I got up to get a drink of water because I was thirsty and I was and thirsty. I started sitting on the bench and and the, whoever I was rolling with at the time was like, Jesse, come back. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? Fuck, like, I'm drinking some water. Like, aren't we done? Like, I, I got thirsty. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, look, look at the timer. And I'm like, oh, shit, we're supposed to roll the entire time. OK, I get I'm it. Like, four. I didn't even know there was a timer until he oh. pointed at it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that makes more, that makes more sense. <laughs> Ooh, a timer. I don't know what that's for. You gotta, you're gonna have to feel real comfortable with like growing sweat on you, and it may not always be yours. Growing mm-hmm. sweat on me? I've, no, I've, I've people growing my mouth before. Growing sweat. Oh, growing sweat. Man, yeah. that's why. Not, I mean, why is that? In just to say, it, bro. You gotta of, like. You're not like. You gotta be careful out here. That. That's just something that like you're on. You're being a sweaty people. Groin sweat. Who's the yeah. Come on. What do you like? I I've never had, got near anybody's yeah, groin. I've had sweat. Sweat unexpectedly falls in your mouth. It is never a good. Is that what groin. happened? Like, did you do jujitsu and that happened? No, I didn't. I'm just saying. Well, I've done it, but it didn't happen to me. I had on BDUs, but I'm just saying, just be ready for it. That's all. It can happen. You're you gonna have another strangest things. You're gonna have another man's sweat in your mouth on accident. Yeah, that that does happen for sure. Not necessarily <laughs> groin sweat, but sweat for sure. <laughs> it doesn't even matter if it's from the groin, does it? Like it's gonna it's be gross. his. That's not gross. Full... No, it's, the yeah. person who does it's upset about it. The person who gets it is really upset about it. There's nobody happy. That would be my that. that would be my go-to move. I would just hold a guy still and then sweat in his mouth and be like, "Tap out, bitch." <laughs> Tap out, or you're gonna keep getting this sweat funny. on your mouth. <laughs> you're gonna keep... I tapped so fast. So many times. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I know where this is going. Like, I, I verbally said to them, you know, I know where this is going. I'm, I'm out. Call out my close? moves, like Ted DiBiase. You gotta call your shit out, like a pro, pro wrestler. Appropriate time. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap yeah. up. Yeah, no, we're yeah. still going here. This is no, we're still going about crypto. About. What are you? What are you talking about? Talking about? Sweating people's mouths. Let's have to wrap it up. <laughs> You're gross. That's nine o'clock at night. Yeah, it's kind of late for us here on the old East Coast UTC negative six. I think that'd be a good guess. I hope hope that's right. Look like a boss. Nobody likes wrapping it up, but sometimes you got to do it. So, uh, (laughs) um, that was a. I see what you did there. I don't don't know why I did. I realized it. Hold up, I got to do this. Give me, give me a second here. Got to do this here. All right. <laughs> Today's show was the Bitcoin podcast, you know, episode 390. 98? No, 96, 96, 97, or 98. One of those, you know. Uh, you know, today's show was uh, brought to you by, uh, we got some sponsors here. No, no, no. We're doing shout outs. We're doing shout outs. Become a patron. If you become a patron now, you don't have to become a patron later. Join the slide. <laughs>
Join the Slack. <laughs> right? Go to the BitcoinPodcast.com and join the Slack. Um, you're going to meet all kinds of people in there. Founders, investors, miners, Corey, me, weird people, Jesse. There's weird people that talk about weird shit. There's not weird people that talk about not weird shit. There's, There's a lot of raw wall crawlers for sure. Uh, absolutely. What there isn't though is nudity. None of that lewd. There's none of that. Mind a little nudity. That's probably going to be in the random channel if it doesn't. Uh, uh, if you, know you... What? no nudity. We'll just we'll, let's, let's, yeah, let's no that, nudity. Right? I. Uh, yeah, no nudity. Have you ever thought about it? No, let's not go down that tangent. On your podcast apps, look at the app, rate us, give us five stars. If you don't want to give us five stars, then why take the time to give a rating at all? Seems to be go do something else that doesn't make a difference because we're shutting down this show in a few episodes. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're gonna sunset it. I'd like to give a shout out to Doja Cat. I'd like to give a shout out to chicken NFT people. Give a shout out to Lori Harvey, who broke up with Michael B. Jordan because she said, quote unquote, I gained 15 pounds while dating Michael B. Jordan. It's a really shallow reason to break up with someone. Shout out to the Ken version of Ryan Gosling. Shout out to her and shout out to old long neck and wide face who mm. I finally come to terms with is never going to come on our show. All right. Do you guys have any shout outs you want to throw out there to the world? You know, nothing. Uh, hey, wife. Love you. Good job. Good job, wife. Shout out to me doing a good wife job through hard times right now. Like, and uh, and for for keeping on keeping on. Shout out to the folks going through the shit right now. Um. All right. Well, we can play the outro.